Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Teen Titans. Discussing season five, episode two, titled Homecoming, part two. Uh, the continuation of this very, very good two part premiere arc. Uh, this episode, of course, picks up right where the last one left off. Uh, the brain and Minster Mala got away. Brotherhood of Evil is about to create this big quantum generator, they're gonna open up a black hole. Uh, Doom Patrol's on the warpath, they're just brushing off the Titans like, uh, who cares? Beast Boy's caught in the middle, it's a whole thing. Uh, we start off, and we get a, uh, pretty decent opening sequence, doing a bit of an exposition dump on the finer details of the Brotherhood of Evil. We get, uh, full description of the brain, full description of Minshermala, even though we already met those guys. Uh, and we meet for the first time Madame Rouge and General Mortis, the other half of the Brotherhood of Evil. Uh, both of whom, very good villains in and of their own right. Uh, they are very menacing, very fun to watch, and only add to the general threat of the Brotherhood of Evil just as a whole. Just as a whole villainous entity. Uh, by the way, General Mortis, he basically sounds like the old man voices of Michael Jones and Jeremy Dooley from the Achievement Hunter. Uh, he's old, he's ancient, he's, he's fought in all the wars. He, he's witnessed every conflict in human history. I really want uh, all of General Immortus' scenes throughout Teen Titans just to be dubbed by Michael Jones and Jeremy Dooley doing their old man voices. Maybe they could do some improv, just use the actual lines as a starting off point and just go fucking nuts. That, that'd be funny. That'd be really funny. Especially since they have a tendency to drag that out for, like, 50 years. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, that recently came to prominence in Achievement Honor, and I just <laughs> found it funny that then I went back to Teen Titans, saw this character, and it was literally that voice. It's just, like, unironically that voice. Like, it's really funny. Just, uh... 
unintentional little hilarious hindsight deal. But anyway, my throat actually hurts after that. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, this episode's gonna be short. <laughs> uh, but after we get that, uh, we have the Doom Patrol preparing to go out and defeat the Brotherhood of Evil. And they basically have the gall to say, Alright, Titans, F off. Except Beast Boy, because Beast Boy is a member of the Doom Patrol, and he's coming with us. We claim ownership over Beast Boy, because we definitely have the right to do that. And we definitely have the right to say, Beast Boy is coming with us, but no one else, because we don't take any of you seriously, even though you just saved all of our asses. These guys suck. I hate these, this iteration of the Doom Patrol. They're bad people. They're not good. They're just absolute dicks. They're the worst. <laughs> they absolutely suck. But anyway, Beast Boy... We get this little Titans versus Doom Patrol shouting match going on and on and on and on and on for a while. Beast Boy decides to go with the Doom Patrol and go with them, go on their little journey. And we get this giant sequence... Of basically they're just walking along, walking along, walking along, walking along. And all along the way, they get into little tiny kerfuffles. And one by one, the Doom Patrol sort of goes kaput. Uh, They fight this giant robot. And Robot Man sacrifices himself to deal with that. And they sort of leave him behind. We get this incredible desert sequence. With General Immortus, your grandpa, (laughs) he's in the desert. He's taking out, he's using an entire robot army to try and take out the Doom Patrol. His his strategy, he, he has a lot of tanks and some missiles. He only leaves them one opening, which is exactly where they want him to be or where he wants them to be. I'm confusing the pronouns. And he, they go in there and the trapped negative man gets left behind. And then Elastigirl gets left behind. Only Mento and Beast Boy escape. So I guess General Mortis won, kind of. This seriously hurts my throat. I really should. (laughs) But then Mento and Beast Boy get into this whole argument of like, Hey, asshole. There's no reason... For you to have left all those guys behind. There's no reason for you to have denied help from the Titans. You're just such a stubborn asshole. You can't see that we need all the help we can get. And you definitely like. You keep saying there's no choice. There's no choice. There's no choice. We have to leave them. We have to leave them. We have to leave them. But there's absolutely a choice. You just can't see it because you're an idiot. And Beast Boy and his whole tirade against Mento. Convinces Mento to take a different approach. Fight smarter, not harder. So we get this great third act infiltrating the Brotherhood of Evil's headquarters. Uh, Mento and Beast Boy go up against Rouge and Mala. Uh, We see Beast Boy dashing through all these traps like a cheetah while Mento's sort of 
uh, providing cover and all that. That's fun. And then we get to the inner sanctum with the brain and the quantum generator. Get this great action sequence, Mento and Beast Boy against all of General Immortus' forces. They all came to to guard the quantum generator. (coughs) I need to stop doing that voice. It hurts. It hurts so bad. (laughs) I need some water. All of this stays in. All of this stays in the episode. (laughs) There's no reason it can't. We, we abandoned professionalism long ago. Uh, <laughs> no point in maintaining it now. But they're fighting all these forces. And then out of nowhere, boom, to the rescue comes the Titans. And not just the Titans, but Robot Man, Negative Man, Elastigirl, all the... Doom Patrol members that got left behind by Mento's stupidity. So we get this great combo Doom Patrol Titans action sequence. Uh, Beast Boy is up at the Quantum Generator trying to shut it down. Uh, The brain actually at one point says, Let's do a demonstration. I am now targeting Titan's Tower as well as the entire city you sworn to protect. Bitches. But Beast Boy reprograms it, reprograms the coordinates, so instead of Titan's Tower, the black hole forms over the Brotherhood of Evil's base. Brotherhood of Evil escape, the Doom Patrol and Titans escape, we see this great moment of giant black hole opening up and just swallowing itself. And then we get this nice little resolution. The Titans and Doom Patrol, they come to an understanding. Uh, They come to respect one another. They say their goodbyes. They're like, oh, the the Brotherhood of Evil, they're working on a plan right now. They'll be back and be the main villains of this season. Spoiler alert there. Uh, And we'll be ready for them. Even though, okay. And now we get to one of the main reasons why I'm not a fan of this season. The absolute logistical fallacy that is the inclusion of the Doom Patrol. So they introduced the Doom Patrol. And set it up as this whole thing for Beast Boy. Set it up as this whole deal of like, this is Beast Boy's old family versus his new. Blah, 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 blah. Has to choose between the two. Uh, Sets up the Brotherhood of Evil as the ultimate villains of the Doom Patrol. The Doom Patrol spend their entire careers... Trying to take down the Brotherhood of Evil. For as long as there's been a Doom Patrol, there's been a Brotherhood of Evil. Blah, 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 blah. And then, after this two-part premiere, the Doom Patrol are never seen or mentioned again. They just disappear. They just stop partaking in the fight against their arch nemesises. What? Like, this entire season is the Titans fighting against the Brotherhood of Evil. The main villains of the Doom Patrol, and they established in this episode, 
Well, when the Brotherhood of Evil uh, returns again, the Doom Patrol and the Titans will work together to fight them. And then the Doom Patrol just never get mentioned. They just forgot about them. Like, what? What is happening? How can you forget something that huge? How can you just ignore something that huge? It's so stupid. It's so random, and I hate it. However, with the Doom Patrol's exit, we get the wonderful little nugget that Beast Boy's real name is Garfield. And the evil smirks on the faces of Cyborg and Raven are priceless. <laughs> These smirks on their faces as they know, oh, oh, we've just been given something beautiful. We've just been given something amazing. Raven even says, oh, I'm going to get a lot of mileage out of this one. <laughs> And then we cut to the Brotherhood of Evil, saying, we have our new enemy. The next generation is really bad, and whoever controls them controls the world. We now really don't like young heroes because reasons. It doesn't entirely make sense why we would suddenly be really afraid of young heroes, but you know what, whatever, and who cares? This isn't as good as the other four seasons, let's just acknowledge that now. But, we get this really, really incredible moment in regards to this. Whereas the Brotherhood of Evil is talking about how they're scared of young heroes now, they turn... And we see every villain the Teen Titans have ever defeated. All of them, just in a row. All down the line, just a horde of them. Every villain ever. Aside from big bads like Slade and Brother Blood, like, we get every villain they've ever defeated. Now see, this is them solving a huge problem that this season could have had. Because remember, season four was literally the Titans preventing the end of the world. They literally saved the world in that last season. So you go into this, and it's very hard not to have sort of an element of, well, they sort of just defuse the stakes. This isn't as engaging now. It's hard not to have that. So what's the way you make sure that you keep up that momentum? Every villain ever! Just have every villain ever show up and just unite under the Brotherhood of Evil. It's great. It's a really, really cool idea. And they deal with it in a very cool way. I'll just say that. We'll we'll talk about this more as the season goes forward, but they definitely double down on the idea of every villain versus every hero very, very well. 
Uh, so yeah, we're gonna get a lot of that over the next couple weeks. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows, and you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's the simplest, just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash ThomasClark pledges a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, On Monday, we will be discussing Season 5, Episode 3. Talk to you then.